Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. This is the Final Edition Radio Hour, and I'm Barry Lank talking to you from Los Angeles, uh, because this show includes a long sketch that was originally performed live out here at the Pack Theater. It's about a colorblind cowboy who sees everything in black and white. I meant something by it at the time, I think. But that's at the end. In the meantime, did you know we're giving up national security because of Fitbit? Yeah. And the worst part is we're still obese, which is why we're also suggesting a horrible new flavor of Oreos. And speaking of Florida, stand-your-ground laws are going to make someone's job easier. Probably not yours. Also, Tim Cook talks about a new Class A drug. It's probably what you think. And coffee might cause cancer. Maybe. I don't even have opinions anymore. All this and more, like three or four more, on the final edition Radio Hour. California might start displaying cancer warnings on coffee. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? Ah, that makes sense. That's why it was black with two lumps. I'm a Pisces, so I can't get cancer, right? Honestly, I've never uh, seen a better reason to give children coffee. I'll go the alternative, thanks. The coffee being an AIDS leaf. The coffee has spread to my brain. Well, back to cocaine it is. I have nothing to worry about. Guys, it's okay. I found the cure egg. Oh, if only Mr. Coffee were Dr. Coffee. We've secretly replaced these diners' coffee with Folgers' cancer. <laughs> Let's see if they notice the difference. We'll have two more coffees, please. The best part of waking up is, is cancer in your cup. I don't drink coffee. I drink lead paint. Am I going to get cancer from that? Going to Home Depot because I'm thirsty. I mix Baileys and coffee. I drink it. I get cancer. I die. That's an Irish goodbye. I went to get a mammogram, but they called it a French press. Guys, we're all going to be dead in like two years. Cancer won't get any of us. Okay, troops, is everybody ready for the evening jog? Yes, sir. We'll be running off base today in order to prevent the enemy from tracking our whereabouts. I need everyone to give me their Fitbits. No, come on. But, sir, we need our Fitbits. Yeah, 
I'm on pace to hit 50,000 steps today. You'll have to count them manually, privates. But Fitbits measure so many other things. My heart rate, when I'm getting hungry, when I need to pee. Listen up, you technology-dependent maggots. You do not need a device to tell you when to piss. But it's more than that. It represents who we are. Without my Fitbit, I'm just a human being. I'm just a bag of bones in a uniform. Fine! You can wear your damn Fitbits, but you have to turn off their GPS trackers. But I need my friends to see where I take my steps. I cannot have them know that. And we're competing for fittest freak of the Middle East. And Omar's kicking our butts. Who the hell is Omar? He's on the other side. Taliban or ISIS. It's hard to tell the difference these days. You're sharing information with the enemy? We're competing with the enemy, and if we turn off our Fitbits, they automatically win. Do you want the enemy to win, sir? Stand down, cadets! Everybody drop and give me 50! Woo! More More fitness! fitness. (laughs) 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 On second thought, go back inside and get in your beds! I can't take this anymore! Man... Being a Marine sucks. The only reason why I enlisted was to get more steps for my Fitbit. Hey, after this tour is up, want to start a soul cycle in Dubai? Omar's then. Oh, hell yeah. I should open up that damn cake shop. Hell, I'll serve gays. I don't give a shit. Mom, I'm home from school. Can I have a snack? Of course, honey. Have some Oreos. Boring. Maybe chocolate Oreos? Yawn. Red velvet Oreos? Seriously? Pumpkin spice Oreos? Meh. Salted caramel Oreos? Beh. Then how about crab dip Oreos? What? It's Oreo cookies with all the savory, salty satisfaction of crab dip. We take the classic Oreo cream filling and mix in lump crab meat, cheddar cheese, and a hint of Old Bay seasoning. Available in regular and double stuff. What do you think of your cookies, honey? (coughs) Don't forget to refrigerate them. Crab dip Oreos in the same aisle as toothpaste M&M's. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Hi, I'm Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. Well, my son, I'm not supposed to know who you are, but... But wow! I'm a Baptist by upbringing, but I need to confess. And we don't have an app for that. If you did, I'd be out of business. <laughs> uh, well, my son, uh, Tim, what is it you wish to confess? People are saying smartphone usage is addictive, assaulting their cognition, psyche, and well-being. Children are being raised by algorithms, not by their parents, and so on. It's like an avalanche of bad news, and I'm beginning to think they're right. We're nothing but street corner pushers. We don't manufacture the junk, but we're where people get hooked. Thanks to Google and Facebook and Instagram, our billions of customers are just little data mines. They steal precious secrets from every second of the day. Every algorithm they use is on our platform. That's got to be a great sin. 
It's good, Tim, to admit your sin. But what's this algorithm stuff? Can I buy some of that? Algorithm, father. An algorithm performs data processing and automated reasoning tasks. Hmm. Hmm. But how does the alcohol get into the phone? Algorithm, father. The alcohol part is in your mind. Yes, there's quite a bit of it in there. I give up. Don't give up, my son. The good Lord loves you. Really? Yes. Like I tell the fellas who diddle little boys. Just don't do it again, and the good Lord will be there for you. That That's terrible about the li- but But, Father, that gives me great hope. Hope is good, but soap is better. Soap? Yes, my son. You must scrub away all the nasty, greedy, lying, grasping, hypocritical filth in your soul. I will, Father. Yes, I'll have evil surgically removed from our corporate DNA. I'll drop the tempting bite in the Apple logo which comes from the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the Bible. No more bad apple. We rebrand as good apple. Then a non-addictive iPhone. Warning labels, boring graphics, you can only toggle between beige and gray. Every 60 seconds, a big nurse voice saying, turn me off. No candy crush, no selfie apps, above all, no mind-enslaving blue light hypno-rays. That's all fine, Tim, but you gotta come clean. Confess your sins to those you sinned against. I can't. That's billions of people. Well, it's like I tell the Pervo fellas. I can't give you absolution till you go public. And if you don't, I must. It's out of the question. Apple will be wiped out. I'll only be a millionaire. You can always say it was the algorithm made you do it. Algorithm. Al-go-rhythm. And go fuck yourself, Tim. Just stop making the damn things. I know you think you got it together, play, but fuck the road you with and listen close to the makings of the perfect bitch. Hi, I'm Ivanka Trump. And I'm Tiffany Trump. And together, we're, we're two, two blondes. blondes. Well, one and a half blondes anyway. Let's not start, okay? I'm as blonde as you are. With the help of a bottle. Today we're going to talk about substantive substantive issues. Like M-A-O-A. She means M-A-G-A, make America great again. No, M-A-O-A, make America Oprah's again. Tiffany, America was never Oprah's. Where have you been for the last 30 years? Oprah is America. She didn't grow up the child of a wealthy businessman. Hey, hey, don't put down my father. Our father. Okay, whatever. Oprah was a poor black girl with everything stacked against her. Her gender, her color, her economic standing. I get it. She had nothing, and she was still able to build her way up from nothing. Me too. Okay, you don't get to use the phrase me too. I'm just saying I relate. And I'm just saying that's not fair because you were born extremely wealthy. You were born extremely wealthy. Daddy won't even buy me a car. And that's why I want Oprah for president in 2020. Okay, you can't be serious. We're speaking on behalf of Daddy and you're campaigning for Oprah? Yep, I need a new car. And I'm voting for the person who will provide me with one. And that's Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. You Well, I hate to break it to you, but Oprah isn't running for president in 2020. And if she did, she wouldn't buy you a car. Not even a small Mercedes? No. What about a down payment? 
woman on a small Mercedes. No! Not even a Kia base model. Forget the car, will you? She's not running for president. A Vespa scooter, used. No! With over 100,000 miles on the odometer. 100,000 miles on a Vespa scooter? It's possible. About as possible as Oprah running for president. So we're in agreement. It's possible. Anything is possible, I guess. Look who's president. Touche. I need a glass of wine. Me too. Did I use me too correctly that time? I have no idea. To the makers of the perfect bitch. There's always one thing wrong and you wish that you could switch a fix. While you shaping that be curving hips. You heard of this? Uh so bored. I can't believe nothing is happening again tonight. Hey, do you guys want to try some of my grandpa's medicine? That's messed up. Doesn't he need his medication? No, Sully. He's dead. I found an old bottle of his whiskey from 1922. Oh, break it out! <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I don't know, guys. I'll pass. Whiskey's not really my thing. <sighs> oh, boy. That sure is swell. Swell? <sighs> That's the bee's knees right there, I tell you. <sighs> Applesauce. All right, funny voices, guys. Hey, what's got his goat? Oh, that pillow's wet blanket. Pour another round. Let's get ducky. Now you're on the trolley. I say we open up our own juice joint. We'll make the real clams bottle in our own hooch in the cellar. You guys realize alcohol is legal, right? That's hitting the sixes. We'll get some flappers, too, and cut a rug. Hotsy totsy. I love me a Jane with a good set of gams. Or seriously, can we just play cards? Mm, that's the ticket buster. We'll lay down games of aces and poker in our speakeasy and bring home the bacon. Hey, boys, pass that giggle water. <sighs> Look here, Pally, you're trying to double-cross me. I need a bigger cut of this bootlegging operation. Don't take anyone in nickels with me, Grifter. I take the risk moving hooch over the Canuck photo in my flipper. You gents must be fried to the hat. Do you forget I'm the big cheese around here? Yeah, well, I'm bumping you off. Guys. Scramble, you'll get the shit. Guys. Not before I pump you all full of screwballs. Guys. Pussy feathers. That's it. I've had it with Grandpa's medicine. No. Oh. Well, looks like Grandpa's medicine is all gone. We still got nothing to do. I think I saw Aunt Myrtle's opium kit in the attic. Nifty. Thank God you're finally here. Not to worry, sir. The fire department is here. I got my two best firemen here on the job. Oh, good. They were former detectives who ran the best good cop, bad cop scenario this city has ever seen. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go fill out some paperwork in my fire truck. Please, just save my home. Yeah, yeah, leave it to us. We got experience dealing with these scumbag fires. Hey, we can make this go easy if you just think about extinguishing yourself. What? All right, fire, you left me no choice. I'm going to have to call in my partner, and he's a real maniac. Put yourself out. Now! No, you put it out. You're supposed to be the fireman. Oh, want to get hot with me? I'll make you talk. I'm getting the hose. Yes, please, get the hose. I'm sorry, Fire. My partner sometimes gets a little out of control. Could I get you a coffee? Maybe some smokes? It's a damn fire. Oh, okay, I see. You're already smoking. Uh, So just tell me, who started you? You an electrical fire... Still not talking, okay. Aren't you going to put it out? Sir, please. We know exactly what we're doing here. Just stand back. Listen up, fire. I got all night to sit here until you talk. No, we don't. Oh, no, my dog bandit. It's in there. Does this one want to play hardball? I thought you were getting the hose. Better. I got the axe. Oh, you've done it now. Oh, make you put yourself out. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. You are out of control, man. You just hacked to pieces the only portion of my house not on fire. We're going to get this fire to break. Listen to me, you idiots. That house has been in my family for three generations. My dog is the only family I have left. If you don't stop fucking around, I will toss you both in the fire. Go put it out. Huh. Looks like it finally put itself out. They always do. My house is gone! Bandit is gone! And that's one less fire out in the streets. Hey, we got a call. A forest fire broke out on 44th and Main. They need backup. Looks like the, the heat, heat is on! on. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Last year, we at the final edition introduced our listeners to Rent-A-Baby. The only place where you, a single 40-plus-year-old woman with few prospects, can rent a baby for an afternoon. Huh? Come on. You remember. We're Rent-A-Baby. Don't you want to hold a baby, smell a baby, rock that baby while he or she snuggles right in and... ah. Oh, Makes you feel you're needed and capable and human in some small, finite, rentable way. Oh, yeah. I remember now. But my, was it expensive. Which is why, for a limited time only, we are offering discounted babies. Rent a discounted baby? That's right. Our stockroom is currently filled with babies containing Zika. And lead poisoning, which means they are significantly less expensive. But they're black. Which is very trendy. Just ask Angelina Jolie, Sandra Bullock, or Madonna. All seen sporting the black baby. But aren't they mentally challenged? We like to call it liability-free. Drop it on its head. No problem. Damage is already done. So there's no extra charge. Exactly. What if we lose it or forget to return? Just one less thing for the government to worry about. Rent a discounted baby today. Because what's bad for a baby is good for your wallet. Sponsored by the Governor of Michigan. It's now time for... A romantic interlude. I was hoping that cross on your neck was purely for decoration and 
based on what we just did in that public restroom, happy to see I was right. Mm-hmm. Let's take this over to my bedroom. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. By the way, I hope you don't mind. I'm a little kinky. Well, seeing as how we just had public sex in a bathroom, I figured you might be. Do you mind if I tie you up? I have duct tape. Okay. some chains on. Mm, yeah. I love it. This is hot. Mm-hmm. But what if I introduce this bad boy into the equation? I said my safe word is orange juice. Mm, okay. I said that's hot. You say orange juice? What? Orange juice? Do you need me to stop? Don't stop. Don't stop. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry, it can be hard to hear. I thought you said orange juice. I didn't say orange juice. Don't stop! And that was... Florida's Stand Your Ground law was supposed to ensure that ordinary citizens could fully defend themselves without fear of arrest or trial. Now, police officers accused of using excessive force, shooting unarmed citizens, for example, are claiming the law's protection. Cops in the two dozen other states with Stand Your Ground laws are watching the cases closely. Seven, five, four. Hola, officer. Uh, you know where is hospital? <gasps> Get the fuck away from me! On your knees, motherfucker! Hands behind your head! Okay, okay! You hold baby, okay? Drop that weapon! It's not weapon, it's me, Nina! Drop it! Drop it! Jesus! You killed that woman and her baby! Kid had a gun-shaped protuberance in her pocket! That's his diaper! Officer under fire! Only you have a gun! I'm standing my ground. That's for us, not you, fool! Oh yeah? I may use deadly force if I reasonably believe it is necessary to prevent harm or death. Okay? Bullshit. <laughs> oh, Sarge. I was so scared. 
so fucking scared. There, there, kiddo. It's okay now. You're gonna be fine. Just got a little boo-boo on your trigger finger. <laughs> hey, Sarge. Am I in trouble? Kidding. You played it by the book. It's all on the body cam. You're a fucking hero. Now, now you catch some Z's, okay? Thanks, Sarge. That's what I'm here for, kiddo. Want a juice box? Stumbling Colonel Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey presents your favorite legend of the West, Johnny True, the colorblind cowboy who only sees things in black and white. No shades of gray for this cowpoke. Tonight's episode, I Love the Lord, But Oh You Kid. As our story opens, Johnny True is singing for the children over at Miss Kathy's Regional Orphan Dealership down by the creaky covered wagon near the cotton willow tree next to Cousin Bobby's cabin where the stables used to be. Beyond the public bathhouse and the private bathhouse too and the dry goods store in Allentown where I took off my shoe. yippee ki yippee yippee ki yay Listen to us sing about our stuff. yippee ki yippee yippee ki yo Singing, 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 singing. Johnny True, you've got to come quick. God is pouring down his wrath on Settler's Village. God did that? Yep, it's plagues and locusts and furniture being moved slightly. Then we better strap on our guns and ride on out there. But Johnny... Yes, little discount orphan girl? Shouldn't you examine the issues more carefully and consider the nuances of the situation before riding off with guns a-blazing? Well, that may be good for some folks who go to fancy colleges and write long letters to the zoning board, but I can only see things in black and white. Now, which one's my horse? The brown one. The, the lighter one. Let's ride! And so Johnny True set out towards Settler's Village. So named because a lot of settlers lived there and it had about 800 people, thus fitting the technical definition of a village. That's where Johnny chanced upon a strange young woman. Whoa, horse. Uh, excuse me, ma'am, I... Why, hello there. What might your name be? It might be Rachel. It might not. Either way, you're on my family's ranch. Well, pardon me for being forward, ma'am. I'm Johnny True, the colorblind cowboy, and this is my faithful Indian sidekick, Alan Kozlovich. I'm one-eighth Navajo. You know, women usually confuse and anger me. Can't tell if they're good or bad, black or white. But your skin is so white, and your clothes are so black. My skin is white because I'm albino. My clothes are black because I'm a Hasidic Jew. Well, my darling Hasidic albino, perhaps you might let me visit you sometime. Maybe. We're Jews. We have a lot of days off. Rachel, why are you talking to that strange goyim? Sorry, Mother. Uh, howdy, ma'am. I'm Johnny True, the colorblind cowboy. And this is my Indian sidekick, Alan Kozlovich. Full disclosure, I'm mostly not Indian. And we heard the Lord put a curse on this village. Yes, 
God appeared to us himself. God, huh? What'd he look like? He looked like a man with a sack over his head. That does sound like God, all right. He threatened plagues and locusts. And next we knew some cows got turned inside out. And bookmarks mysteriously got taken out of books. Why would God do a thing like that? Thank heavens Larry Wrigley just offered to buy this place. Boss Wrigley of Wrigley Ranch? He said he'll buy our land for half the price. Not bad money for a place that's cursed. Hmm. Boss Wrigley is usually such a sour Gus, but here he is helping people out. How can a guy be good and bad at the same time? Now, if you'll excuse us, we have to get back to putting bookmarks where they're supposed to be. Not long afterwards, Boss Larry Wrigley over at Wrigley Ranch is a scheming. Now listen, boys. You're probably wondering why I had you put sacks on your heads and go around shouting you were God. I weren't wondering. Seems normal. My engineers say there's valuable bauxite under Settler's Village. We could dig it all up and make a fortune if we just get those people out of there. Well, how about buying the land at fair market value since you're making a profit anyway? Oh, that'll never work. Well, how about going into partnership with the settlers on mining rights, but getting an incredible deal because they don't understand the contract? Uh, be realistic. Well, how about buying land next to the village where there's probably also bauxite and just mining there? Get serious, why don't you? How about... Well, look, I just like turning cows inside out, all right? Sure. No problem. I don't have an opinion. Yay! Visitors! Yes? I'm Johnny True, the colorblind cowboy, and this is my faithful Indian sidekick, Alan Koslovich. I'm also a licensed notary. Uh-huh. And how can I help you, gentlemen? Well, as you know, Settler's Village has been cursed by God. I've heard tell. But, you know, someone at Settler's Village said God's horse hit a hedge while he was riding away. Well, that got me thinking. Could God make a hedge so big that God's horse couldn't get around it? I suppose not. So we thought we'd solve this mystery. And since you've been so nice about buying people's land at half price, well, maybe you wanted to help us figure it out. Uh-huh. Well, why don't you boys come on in? That door closed awfully hard behind us. So tell me about this plan of yours. Well, if anyone can catch miscreants and fakers, it's me and my Indian sidekick, Alan Kozlovich. Sorry. I see. Why, if we somehow disappeared, this mystery would never get solved. Is that right? So it's a good thing we're not suddenly dead for some reason, or criminals could get away with anything. Well, I guess we'll be going. Okay, well, good luck, boys. Hey, wait a minute! You're not going anywhere, Johnny True. Put your hands up. We'll return to Johnny True, the colorblind cowboy, after this. Hi, kids. I'm Johnny True's faithful Indian sidekick, Alan Kozlovich. When I'm not almost getting killed for some reason, I'm enjoying a fine Kentucky bourbon with my good friend, Colonel Longstreet Beauregard Lackluster, better known as the Stumbling Colonel. Is there something you'd like to say to the kids out there, Colonel? You know, boys and girls... Your mother and father suffer anxieties in ways they won't be able to explain to you for quite some time. That's why I offer a special family edition of my Stumbling Colonel Kentucky Street Bourbon Whiskey. The sweet, sweet color and dark brown flavor make it go down easy for young and old alike and help ameliorate the torment and crippling second thoughts of a tedious 
And repetitive life. Cheers to that, Colonel. Stumbling Colonel Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It dulls the pain. And now let's check back on Johnny True, the colorblind cowboy. I said put your hands up, Johnny True. Boss Wrigley of Wrigley Ranch, why are you pointing that gun at me and my Indian sidekick, Alan Kozlovich? Part Indian. Because you're the only thing standing between me and the valuable bauxite underneath the town. I wasn't sure if you were good or bad, Larry Wrigley. But you're pure evil. Yeah? Well, what if I told you I'll use my profits from this bauxite to start a college for the poor? Well, that's that's good. What if he charges high tuition? Well, that's that's bad. But what if that's the only economic model that'll keep the college in business? Well, that's that's good. But what if the college's lab experiments on animals? Well, that's that's bad. But what if their experiments created drugs that saved millions of people? Well, that's good. But what if those millions of extra people caused a population explosion? And you know what? I'd rather you just shot me. Fine. Say your prayers, Johnny True. I don't know any prayers, Wrigley. That's okay, Johnny. I know some people who do. What the fuck? I mean, what in the blazes? It's hundreds of acidic albinos. They've got this house surrounded. Helen Kozlovich, how did you set this up? Along with being one-eighth Indian, I'm also one-eighth Jewish. Plus one-eighth Polish, one-eighth Afghan, and one-eighth Indian. From India. I'm also half female on my mother's side. Johnny True. Rachel. Hasidic albinos are everywhere. Now you see everything in black and white like I do, Wrigley. And it's going to be black and white stripes for you. In jail. This has been Johnny True, the colorblind cowboy who only sees things in black and white. Brought to you by Stumbling Colonel Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Put it in your milk, kids. Dedicated listeners to the final edition Radio Hour may have recognized a theme running through our shows the last three months or so. That theme is this. At the end of every episode, we will play the classic piece of satire, Deteriorata, in honor of Donald Trump's presidency. We'll play this until he is gone, and our place in the universe is restored. Go placidly amid the noise and waste, and remember what comfort there may be in owning a piece thereof. Avoid quiet and passive persons unless you are in need of sleep. Rotate your tires. Speak glowingly of those greater than yourself, and heed well their advice, even though they be turkeys. Know what to kiss, and when. Consider the two wrongs never make a right, but the three do. Wherever possible, put people on hold. Be comforted that in the face of all aridity and disillusionment, and despite the changing fortunes of time, there is always a big future in computer maintenance. Remember the Pueblo. Strive at all times to bend, fold, spindle, and mutilate. Know yourself, 
If you need help, call the FBI. Exercise caution in your daily affairs, especially with those persons closest to you. That lemon on your left, for instance. Be assured that a walk through the ocean of most souls would scarcely get your feet wet. Fall not in love, therefore. It will stick to your face. Gracefully surrender the things of youth, birds, clean air, tuna, Taiwan, and let not the sands of time get in your lunch. Hire people with hooks. For a good time, call 606-4311. Ask for Ken. Take heart amid the deepening gloom that your dog is finally getting enough cheese. And reflect that whatever misfortune may be your lot, it could only be worse in Milwaukee. You are a fluke of the universe. You have no right to be here. And whether you can hear it or not, the universe is laughing behind your back. Therefore, make peace with your God, whatever you conceive him to be, hairy thunderer or cosmic muffin, with all its hopes, dreams, promises and urban renewal, the world continues to deteriorate. Give up. You are a That's our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Daisy Hobbs, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Keith Saltahanes, Tony Hendra, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Samantha Gerwitz, Barry Lank, Sean Ari Lehair, James Mount, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rachel Rauch, Andrew Danish, Candice Martellera, Antu Shell, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, and Leslie Shapira. The final edition Radio Hour is written by Kit Lively, Samantha Gerwitz, Candice Martellero, Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Tony Hendra, Rob Gordon, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Melinda Hughes, Jeremy Rayburn, Steve Rosenfield, and Peter Kleinman. The final edition Radio Hour is produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The final edition Radio Hour is the property of the final edition Radio Hour. Copyright 2014.